the podcast coach for March 23rd, 2019. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that fun-filled music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting. Dot com and joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from the Average Guy TV. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Glad you're you're kind of uh, you're you're back on. What do you say? Back on the wagon. You're not sick anymore. Whatever that yes. means. It's just good good to have you back and kind of healthy and feeling better. Yeah, just uh, it just took forever, you know. And I'm still a little tired. I'm like, I think that's just normal. I think I was always just a little. Well, we always run. We're at that age. I think you're just always tired at some point. I could, I can literally take a nap at the, you know, drop of a hat. Just like, Mm -hmm. Hey, somebody, you you know, you sit down for me and you're like, I'm just going to put my head back and then you're out. I was down here doing some podcasting work the other day and I just put my head back. And next thing I knew it was an hour and 15 minutes later. So I think that's just where we're at. Like two, two old guys. I want to take a quick, um, I don't know, 15 second tangent, probably longer than that. Yeah. How is Nebraska? You talked about last week where you're like, hey, I think we're going to get some flooding. I turn on the news and your whole state is floating away. It's, it is. It's bad. It's as bad as you see on the in the, in the you know on the news. We just got some shots of some friends who just live uh, maybe a mile away from us and halfway up the house. So, I mean, flooded. It's, it is as bad as they say it is. So we're, we're having, you know, the thing in Nebraska, you know, our slogan, it's not for everyone. That's kind of the new state <laughs> slogan. Well, it's, it's, uh, it, that became true this week as um, we've had just, you know, we had terrible, terrible weather that led to really awful flooding. And in, in the city of Bellevue, we literally have thousands who are homeless at the moment because their, their house, there, it's a total loss, and we haven't wow. seen this kind of flooding in maybe 25 years. So um, I'm up on a hill. I'm actually on the other side of the bluff. I'm in I'm in really good shape, but many of my compatriots here in Nebraska are not doing well, so I appreciate you asking. We will, we're a tough state. They'll, they'll recover. They'll rebuild. They'll do. We, we don't. That, that's not a here. Everybody pitched in. They had too much volunteer, too many volunteers. Oh, wow. The first responders were sending people away like no no we got we're this. good thanks <laughs> we, we got this they they were turning bottled water away the stores were cleaned out of yeah, bottled water people immediately went in and bought all they could to give it away oh, so wow. it, yeah it's nebraska's an incredible state that's one of the things i really really like about living here is you know these are people whose wagon wheel broke on the way to california and they just stayed <laughs> <laughs> right and they're just, they're tough as nails here. So it, it is, um, we'll be fine. We'll recover, but it's the devastation's pretty bad. Yeah. Holy cow. Well, if you want to join in on the show, that number is uh 330 9393 That's 294-9393. Or you can just come over to ask the slash join where, uh, you can jump right into the video with uh, with me and Jim. We are at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. If you want to tweet that out, that's always helpful as well. Jim, are you ready for this? Yes. I did not I did not know this, but I was cussing in Australian. <laughs> How does that happen? Like, I mean, well, here's the thing. If yeah. I say, hey, I went to a dungeon in um, oh. Florida and I walk mm-hmm. in and I go, Hoofa. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Apparently, Ufa 
Yeah. In Australia, uh, according to my new friend, Damo, Damo, D-A-M-O, Burke, says, hey, I love the show. Uh, for a while, I've been concerned about a word you use on and off to express an emotion of frustration. Ufa. Uh, in the latest episode, you talk about how your audience could be anywhere in the list of the countries that could ban you from saying anything explicit. And yeah. you made a point to keep all of your podcasts clean. Uh, I felt now was the time to message you. I teach in Western Sydney, and my school has a very large Pacific Islander demographic because uh, if that, hmm, because if that our Pacific Islander community liaison officer, oh, I see, because maybe because of that. Our Pacific Islander community liaison officer taught us a word to keep an ear open for. And of course, that word is UFA. He's, uh, it basically means F you or F off. Oh, okay. uh, I'm not sure of your listening demographic, and I'm not sure that the Pacific Islanders listen would probably realize that you don't mean this. But for some context of your use, it's quite an apt phrase to use. Just wanted to give you a heads up. And I said, for me, it's more of a holy cow. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Kind of thing. I'm not saying F you to my friends in Australia. Well, but it's not in Australia. It's the Pacific Islander. That might yeah. be even nichier. Right. As far as can you like. OK, so maybe you don't want to use it. Right. I don't know. Right. But can you I like it because it's a fun word. No, it is a great word. And and I now that you know it, you should probably try to avoid it, right? That's one of those kinds of things like no condemnation for doing it because you didn't know. Uh and going forward, now that you know if you're worried about that Pacific Islander group, right? Maybe right. you should worry about it. But I think it brings a larger question like, can we be culturally perfect? for every culture and what we do. You know, I I get accused all the time uh, for what we do at Gallup. Like you guys are so American and you go, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. like, sorry, I'm an American. Like now that being said, like uh, we work really, really hard to internationalize as much as we can. And it's one of the reasons I do podcasts and bring on hosts and guests from, uh, from around the world, because I culturally, I can't represent every culture and I can be sensitive to it, but I, that doesn't mean I can do it well. Right. We really got to get, we, if we're going to get that kind of diversity, we really got to get other people on there to get it done. So Dave, can you ex- like from a, from a, from a podcasting standpoint, can you expect people to be culturally perfect all the time? I don't think so. No. Cause there's, I mean, let's face it, uh, the C word in Britain is used all the time. Ah, you stupid, right? And to them, it's just like, idiot. Uh, here, you say the word, the C word. Yeah. And especially oh, towards right. a female, you better right. duck. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I just think that's one of those where I hope, I hope that we can all go, oh, they're just different. Not so much wrong. Just different. Yeah. Have an understanding, like if if yeah. the accent's there or that you, you know, right. and you're kind of like, oh, um, didn't say, oh, like this, like this was perfect. You got that, you got an email from him that said, hey, yeah, just so you know, mm, just so you know, like that's, I think that's the appropriate way to approach this. Be right. like, yeah, what you're saying to us means this, and I think that means to me, okay, from that point on, I need to be sensitive to that, and I probably need to kind of watch what I'm doing and make sure I, you know, but I, I, I do think in this, 
in this era of diversity and inclusion and, yeah. and where we're really working hard on that, I think we actually need to extend grace even more to those, those cultures or them to us to say, Oh, didn't know. Okay. Well, let's just talk about this, but don't, you don't have to be uh, mean right. about it. Yeah. You know? Well, of course we all know what this music means. It's time for Jim to get his geek on. Um, so we're going to throw this up on the screen. Jim, Mike wants to know how old should your router be? Well, <laughs> that's a funny way to ask the question. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's asking how old, how long should it be before I replace my router? I think, is that, do you I, think uh, culturally speaking, Dave, do you think that's, I think that's saying? it. Mine's mine is easy. I just blow mine up about every yeah. year and a half. Yeah. 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 Okay, so that starts with how much did you pay for it to begin with? Mm. So if you if you spent less than $100, you can really only expect about two years, depending on your usage. The insides of routers, right? Wireless, Wi-Fi, those kinds of routers. That's what I assume we're talking about. Even your modems might be the same way. Generally made with very, very inexpensive, cheap hardware <laughs> that's in there, right? And so if you, they're, and they're all susceptible to heat. So the more traffic you have going on in your house, the hotter those things get. And those burn those components out pretty quick. So the more you paid for it, the better equipment's going to be in there, the longer they're going to last. It's the typical thing you get what you pay for. So you paid under a hundred bucks and you get two years, you're probably in pretty good shape. If it's still going, uh, you should, re, should you replace it? Maybe it's probably going to go kind of at some point. The better routers, the better commercial routers are going to probably be in the, you know, 100 to 300 category. So that's what I'd say, Dave, if, if someone, if you, if you got, you know, if you bought one of those net gear, yeah, oh, yeah. real popular, yeah, if you got a net gear and you paid seven, $65 at home or at Office Depot, yeah, yeah that's probably only going to get See, I'm, I'm very lucky. I have, I think, a net gear router. It, I go through modems about, Mm-hmm. one a year where all of a yeah. sudden like the internet just just goes nope see you later yeah and luckily best buy opens at eight o'clock in the morning because there are times when i'm like hey i need that to do my job thank you yeah. you know yeah you might you might want to check your power coming in on the, if you're losing it that often you might yeah. just want to check that power well, the, coming in yeah the one was i now have a power conditioner um oh, good. because of that because the one i blew up with a hairdryer I had yeah. a portable heater on and something else and blew a fuse and everything turned back on. And all of a sudden I had no internet. I'm like, no, oh, hmm. you can put those, they make little UPSs for them as well that you mm. can. And those are pretty inexpensive, uh, 50 bucks that you can plug it into the UPS first. That's a battery, you know, backup yeah. and then plug that in. The nice thing about putting your modem or your router or both on a UPS is that if the power goes out, just even temporarily, we've had these little brownouts or the power just drops for a second and comes back. You don't have to reset your modem and your router and wait for those things to come back up. So that's kind of nice to to do it that way. Looks like Michael says he's got a Verizon one that's lasted seven years. If you if you did get it from your phone company or you got it from your uh, internet service provider, chances are you're renting it. And those were a little more expensive to begin with. Yeah. Um, the other thing that can, if you, if you're not a heavy internet user and you don't have a lot of devices, I, mean, I had five kids, I'd burn those things out. Like <laughs> there's my, my kids would just try and get them to smoke. Um, they, they, they can last longer. It's so it kind of depends on your usage and how good it was. There you go. That's fun. We need to do that more <laughs> often. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Super funny. Hey, well, since you got to do your your thing, then I'll do my yeah. thing. It's time for yes. a power rant. 
Yeah, good old fashioned power rant. When Chartable, remember when Chartable came on and I was like, oh, this is a bad idea. This is another way for people to obsess over their stats. I now am getting about three a week. Seeing that. And the question is, hey, um, last week I was 42 on the charts and I'm down to 39. What what am I doing wrong? And I'm just like, uh, and literally, it's something like that. Last week I was 56 and now I'm down to 47. It's not like I was 42 and now I'm off the chart or what, you know, now I'm 256 and I just see this and I'm like, this is exactly what I was talking about. And it's interesting because for me, when I look at Chartable, the only thing I see that they give you that you can't get at Libsyn or Blueberry or are they're giving you a seven day or 30 day total, which I do myself manually. So you can get that. It's really easy to do. But I just, when I see that, I'm just like, oh, please quit looking at Chartable. Because here's the thing. The, the, the one guy was like, I checked at the beginning of the day and I was, you know, 210 and I checked at the end of the day and I'd gone down to 222. What am I doing? And I'm like, okay, number one, you just admitted you're checking Chartable twice a day. And I was just like, this is oh, it just it's just one of those things. I'm like, yep, um, I'm going to say I called that and said, this is going to be a bad thing in about six months. And the other thing is I can't officially say that this is what caused it. But I had I noticed that I took a huge dip in like like 400 downloads went away. And I went, that's not normal. Goes And I check my stats when I upload the next week. And it's usually like, oh, look, it's about the same. Oh, it went up a little bit. Oh, and then all of a sudden I, I uploaded like last week's and I'm like, wow, I lost like 400 downloads. And I, the only thing I can think of that was different, I'm like, what is different about this? Well, I put in the chartable um, redirect and I know they went down uh, a couple months ago and realize when you have a redirect in front of your stats, um, Ron was here and then only oh, his Ron will get to you in just a second. Um, when you have a redirect in your chain and whatever company that is, be it chartable, be it pod track, be it insert Jim's house of ads or Bob's ad farm or whatever it is. When you have a redirect there and that system has a problem, your downloads don't, it never makes it to Libsyn or Blueberry or Podrack or whoever you're doing. So just be careful with that stuff. But uh, Ron has joined us. So let's get him up on here. How are you, buddy? Hey, I'm doing fine. Hey, Ron. I'm a little bit better. <laughs> Oh, that's okay. The, uh, that's okay. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. Morning. It's Saturday. Morning. Nobody, <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. Okay. No, well, no, no. I got the camera a little bit better. So the question I have for you two guys, um, I am actually getting ready to go to Murph and I'm going to be broadcasting live. Now I was thinking of bringing my mixer with me, but that might be too much to bring in the small car that we're taking. How, how big is your mixer? Uh, the mixer is the Yamaha uh, C102. Um, I believe you know what I'm talking about, Dave. Yeah, it's, you have it's, one? it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty not, small. Yeah, not not huge. Okay, okay. Not huge, but okay. because I'm bringing like the huge uh, machines that I have to bring, right. it's going to be compact in the car. Right. So I'm actually thinking of using the Zoom H4n, and I'm wondering, have you guys had any experience using it as a mixer live? No, I've never used it live. No, I've never. I've used it once as a USB interface, and I only had one microphone plugged in it, so there wasn't anything to mix. Is that a two okay. mic? Is it H four? Is a two mic or four mic? Uh, I can support up to uh, four mics, but four XLR. Really, 
well, no, two XLR and okay, one right. one mic that you can turn into a stereo. But I'm only going to be using it for left for like two XLR yeah. mics. Yeah, yeah. I, Ron, I don't know why that wouldn't work. That should work pretty well. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna broadcast with it, or you're gonna just record. We're gonna broadcast live at Murph. So and you're just gonna use gonna... it as a USB interface at that point, right? That's correct. Y- yeah, yeah. I don't know why that wouldn't work, Dave. Can you can you think? Of, I mean, it just becomes a compact mixer at that point. Yeah, I would. I would just do a test before you go there. Just fire up whatever you're gonna do and plug something else, two microphones into it, and tap on them and make sure it makes the green light blinks. I did get surprised this week with Skype. I've always heard that Skype only records one channel. Like if you send it a stereo channel, it's I think it's the left channel. And somebody had a Behringer, one of those USB interfaces with four um, XLRs, and it wasn't picking up number two. And I'm like, oh, just go into the settings and tell it that it's mono. And that was a, sorry, that didn't work either. And they just eventually just moved to Zoom, and Zoom was fine. Zoom picked up, but we could not get Skype to hear multiple channels. It would only listen to the one. And I was like, well, that's kind of wild. So. Do yeah, we, it's weird like that. Yeah, do we dare bring in Miss Eileen? Can we go four yeah, people? Let's do four. Oh, let's see if we can oh, break boy. it. Damn. Oh, now we're the Brady oh, Bunch. That's even better. Actually, four is a better experience. Yeah, it is. Can, yeah, maybe so, that's culturally offensive. How are you, Miss Eileen? <laughs> Hello. What's going on, guys? It's great to see everyone. It is great to see Likewise. you. Likewise. So, have you ever uh, used a Zoom H4 to plug two microphones in and then use it via USB? No, I actually don't have the Zoom yeah. H4. I had the one. The, yeah. The Zoom H1, it works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I never used it with more than myself. <laughs> Got it. So, yeah. Uh, so, Ron, I would just I would just test it before you go and yeah. go that route. But I'm, I'm with Jim. I don't see why it wouldn't work. Ron, yeah. test that thing in an open space, too. Don't don't test right. it in your studio. Try to get try to mimic the environment you're going into a little oh, bit well, just, that's gonna be hard <laughs> no no i know i know Ten thousand people in a small venue don't know well, if can do that <laughs> then maybe play it like in other words then maybe if you get in a room and play some white noise or some concert video or something like that put some background noise in and then w- what you really want to be careful with and this is i have to deal with this every time i go podcast at a conference get setting your gain now becomes really really important because the more gain you turn up, of course, more background noise. You want some of it because it sounds cool, right? Yeah. But you want it down enough and you want people close enough to the microphone so that they, you can, they can still be heard. So you might just want to monkey. It would be better to work on that in the comfort of your own home or whatever before you get to the conference and it's chaos. Yeah. And kind of have it preset before you get there. You'll, those, those, um, the, the H4 has got really small controls on it. And so it's kind of hard to, in the moment, I don't know if you want to be monkeying with it as much. So you might want to get some practice to what Dave says. Get some practice before you go. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the manual packed up in the, on the iPad. So if I need it, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. No, nice. that sounds good. So are you going to be like, are you bringing, you have a booth? Are you going to be doing? I got a table basically. So okay. what happens is uh, Murph is considered the 3D printing world yeah. as I was telling you. I know mm-hmm. I've talked to you, Jim, about it. Yeah. So basically everyone brings their printers. All the printers are running. Oh, and yikes. We're talking about maybe close to 300 printers. At yeah, that's a lot. This conference. Yeah, that's sweet. And everybody just starts building in designs, paint, airbrushing, and the whole nine yards. Anything that has to do with 3D printing, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Sounds like you're in the right spot. Sounds well, but like those 3D fun. printers make a bunch of noise, and they make a bunch yeah. of high pitched noise. Oh, great! Uh, yeah. Yes and no. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, if you've got that many of them there, there's going yeah. to be different variations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the things. Give my job a plug. We do standards for that. The technical term is additive manufacturing. And we have a great committee, Committee F42 on additive manufacturing. Nice. There we go. Cool. Then, um, uh, John, John, the, John, oh, go ahead. Yeah, you John in the chat room says the hardest part is bandwidth when you go live. Um, yep. When you're, I know I've been, uh, the last time I went live, I was in a bathtub. Uh, that was fun. Um, I had clothes on for the record. Um, that was uh, the the lovely and talented uh, Monica Rivera was uh, she's like, hey, before I because she she had her her coat in there and she's like, hey, before I leave, I got to take a picture of this. And I'm like, that's fine. And then everybody's like, hey, wait a minute. Who took that picture? But yeah, because there was no I was in a uh, hotel in New York City and it was very warm the whole thing was like you turn on the lights and it was like ah and i'm like well this is great but i need bright light i'm like there's no you know it was either a stand at the mini bar because they had bright lights pointing on all the booze and then the only other place was in the bathroom and i'm like i'm not gonna sit on the seat that's built in there i'm like hmm how can i do this and they had this cool thing that, that like this little thing that went across the bathtub for your soaps and stuff and i'm like that's perfect for a laptop so but i did find out if you ever have to do a live webinar from a bathtub, put some pillows in the bathtub because that porcelain gets a little hard on the tailbone after a while. So, but there you go. But uh, Miss Eileen, what are you streaming with these days when you stream? Okay. So I know you guys are using StreamYard and I'm so happy. I even got some brownie points for you guys using it. Nice. (laughs) And I want to know if you've tried the integration with mobile. I have not. If you want to give it a try. Meaning you go live? Here's what happens. No, here's what happens. Mobile is for guests only. Okay? Mm, okay. So you can't start the stream. Right. You know, you still have to be on desktop to be the host. But your guests can come on mobile. But... With Android, they can come on video and audio. But with, um, I'm sorry, I saw a private chat there. Sorry. But with iPhone, it's audio only. Hmm, okay. And I, you know, a lot of podcasters, and you guys know this, have this question all the time. How do I do interviews, especially new podcasters, right? right? They're like, I, and then it's like, well, there's Squadcast and there's Zencaster and there's Ringer. Why well, are bad things about Squadcast? Well, I, yeah, somebody else said bad things about Ringer and somebody else said bad things about Zencaster and yeah. everybody says bad things about Skype. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I think StreamYard can bring, can be a good alternative for somebody, especially when they're just starting out and they're not so worried about all of the, you know, sound quality yeah. and they're not John, in the padded room. John wants to know the same thing I have. Have you played with Get Vocal yet? And, you know, it's funny because Emily must have tagged me in a post about them because yeah. at the same time they reached out to me on Twitter. And then at the same time they said they actually went to my Libsyn contact page and filled it out and asked me, are you ready to try it? Let us know if you need. So I have not tried it yet. 
and it's on my to-do list. And um, right now, I, you know, honestly, I'll tell you guys, because you all know, um, Ron, I'm sorry, I apologize. I never got a chance to say hi to you. I think <laughs> this is our first time meeting, but everybody else I know for sure yeah. knows. And they keep saying, it's like blab. And I'm yeah. like, well, that's the reason I don't want to use it. I don't actually, use that analogy. <laughs> yeah, I I got a kind of a private demo from uh, the guy yesterday. And he said, there is legit blab PTSD. He goes, no offense to like the real PTSD. He goes, but when people's, he goes, so we have to tell people they're purposely trying to grow it slowly. And mm-hmm. then, um, so I have, I've yet to play with it officially. I, I think when you sign up, you have to have it text you a code or something to prove that you are who you say you are or something like that. And I went, okay, I'll do that later and haven't gone back to it, but it looked, it looked very blabbish. Um, and he just said, yeah, we're aware of that. And uh, I, I, and I said, well, how are you going to monetize that? Cause I said, I said, the average is about 36 months for a free media host. I go from what I've seen. And he said, uh, he goes, oh, well, we're hoping to have ads run against this. And I go, yeah, though the people I just mentioned, their, their business model was they were going to have ads run against the free hosting. I go, so I said that, that doesn't really make me feel a whole lot better. I said, I would love to just pay for it. If it's, you know, I don't have a problem giving you money. I go, it's, you know, I understand everybody loves free. I go, but, uh, and I also told him, I said, if you're getting into podcasters, I said, have you ever seen the, um, like a movie where a room is filled with water and they're going to drown. But at the last minute, the door opens and that flood, I go, when you jump in the podcast pool, that door is going to open and whoosh. And I go, so be careful about trying to grow this slowly. So it should be fun. So, and this is why I love what the guys at StreamYard are doing because they already got their yeah. business model in place. Yeah. They've got their tiers together with what people can do and how you can have your branding and your background images and all that wonderful stuff. Yeah. And they're very transparent with what they're doing here. And so um, back to really quickly uh coming on from phone. So I would love to try that out with you guys. But what you have to do is get me the link so that I could do it from from my phone. Oh, um, so what you can do is because we're friends on Facebook, you can post that link in messenger because you don't want to put that link out publicly. Right. um, Maybe you don't care. I don't, I don't know. Go ahead, Ron. I'm sorry. Just out of curiosity, Miss Eileen, uh, with the stream with the streamyard on the app, can you just type in ask the packet goes dot slash join, join, yeah, slash join, no. and have it connect that way, or no? Maybe, maybe I haven't tried it. You know what? You actually, it opens in Safari, yeah. and I actually remove Safari from my phone, like it's there, but I don't have a link where I can yeah. just open Safari. Well, I just sent <laughs> I that to you. I also just sent that to you on Messenger. So Messenger. Okay. All right. Let, before I close X out, I'm going to go into Messenger and I got my earbuds in already on my phone. Right. Let me just make sure I have the link. Yes, I do. Okay. I'm going to X out and come back in on the on the phone. Right. Bye. That'll be fun. And Jim. Yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for jumping in, Ron. Appreciate it. We want to say uh, thank you to our awesome supporters. I was calling him Big Shot Smarty Pants. I'm like, you know, a better term would be teacher's pet. Um, And that, of course, is Josh. Listen, now, here's the fun thing, kids. (laughs) 
Um, and that is Josh is, uh, has politely stepped down as the teacher's pet. And uh, this is where you get a uh, an hour of consulting at a deeply discounted rate. So if you go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome, uh, you can see the button there. Go over to Patreon and um, you can take that hour now for a greatly. If you're looking for kind of a mentor or things like that, um, uh, and then we always thank our $20 supporters. So we're talking about Greg over at DebtShepherd.com, uh, Glenn the Geek Hebert over at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Easy for me to say. Josh Rivers over at PodcastingExperiments.com. Max Trescott up in the air at AviationNewsTalk.com. Shane, who, who's been on Facebook, he's somewhere very cold and he's just getting pounded with snow. So wherever he's at, it looks like he's having a blast. Uh, you can find him at SpyBrary.com. Kerry Bond, who is not in the snow, down at uh, keywestperspective.com slash podcast. That's the Key West Perspective podcast. Uh, my buddy Ronsley over in uh, Australia at Amplify Media Group. Find him at mustamplify.com. And then uh, where I would like to be uh, with Carl White down life in the Carolinas podcast.com. Going to Carolina in my mind right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And last but not least, Kim Kraji from Toastmasters101.net. If you want to get your speak on, check out that show, Toastmasters101.net. And if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, simply go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And are you ready to get our experiment back on? Let's uh, do it. Bring her in. We're going to bring on Miss Eileen, who is now on her phone. And that's not done. There we go. Uh, I'm like, I thought that was off. So. Yeah, so I'm assuming you can't. Let's see. You can you see us now, or actually, I can just see that you guys have boxes there. I actually don't see you, and I should. So maybe something's changed. But can you hear me clearly? Well, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, that's the question, right? Yeah, yeah but no video. It should have video, right? Not for iOS uh, at the moment. Okay. Because iOS is getting ready to do an update. What is it, 12 or something? Mm, yeah, they, they're already what, on. What, Aren't they on 12? I think well, it's. Whichever one that's in beta right now. Yeah. When that comes oh, out yeah. of beta. <laughs> and I think that's then, next week. There's a whole bunch of people that are like, ooh, Apple has a big announcement, something about TV and blah, blah, blah. And of course, we're not going to really know till <clears throat> you know, next week. But I know they've been releasing all sorts of little hardware things. And so. I'm just, I, I hear, I know Rob said that Apple's finally going to start using or making it easier to see the episode numbers in the actual Apple podcast app. I'm like, well, that was nice. Cause you had to really dig to find them. So um, that should be fun. The other thing I wish, I hope Apple does, which drives me nuts is if you're not subscribed versus subscribed, you see two different things in their app. So somebody will say like, hey, my my HTML formatting isn't working. And I'm like, are you subscribed? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, subscribe to your show. And when you do, you see all the fun-filled formatting. If you're not subscribed, depending on where you're looking, you don't. And I'm like, ick. So, but no, this is cool, Miss Eileen. That's, uh, it's like you said, if you have somebody and all you had to do was what? Click a link to join us yeah, then? Actually, there is two steps or three steps i think okay right you have to have the link and then it will open up a little uh, screenshot that gives you the instructions oh, nice. and it'll tell you click the three dots to make sure that you open it up in safari and then um you come on the onboarding process is very similar to being on desktop you know, that you're in sort of like in the green room until the host, like it'll say that uh, only the host can see you now. 
and he'll bring you on shortly. So be ready. And then it reminds right. you to make sure that you uh, use earbuds and stuff like that. Right. And then I just sit and wait and I have access to the chat. So oh, that's cool. Was, and you could you notice in the private chat, I typed, I'm here now. Yeah. And we, you can hear us. We can't hear you yet because we didn't bring you on yet. But I think you could hear us while we were doing the awesome supporters, right? Yes, okay. I could. Yes, yeah. I could hear you. Yeah, And that's cool to hear because uh, our buddy V, I'm going to, how would you pronounce that, Jim? Vimo? Vimo? Oh. Hmm. Ufa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the word of the day. Um, he's over in India. That's what's really cool. He yes. said he, he said he wondered if uh, people joining through a mobile would give the same focus. So if they're on a bus and that's, I love the fact to hear that they have that little message pop up that says, Hey, don't be an idiot. Be in a quiet room, have some earbuds on and go that route. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. And you know, it's a valid point. And for a show like yours, which is like a call in show, then that is a a concern. But the thing that I'm advocating for people to use this for is podcast interviews. So you're interviewing somebody, they know what time they know that they're supposed to be in a quiet room and all that, or in a quiet surrounding, but they're on the road or, you know, so they're not at home in front of their microphone, or maybe they just are just mobile people. Some people are just like, I'm stuck on just doing everything on my phone. I love you guys, whoever you are, but it's annoying. Yeah. (laughs) Get on the computer sometimes. Especially yeah. if you're a podcaster. <laughs> well, I'm with you. I, I've When people go, is there any way I can do, you know, multi-track recording, blah, 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 iPad. And I'm like, come on, let's, let's just get on the computer. It's really, I, you know, most of us are not touring musicians, you know, and I'm like, even touring mm-hmm. musicians have a laptop on the tour bus probably. So, okay. so anyway, I just wanted to clarify. And then I do have another question, Sure. but before I go to the question, I want to clarify that the fact that iOS is getting ready to update doesn't really have anything to do with StreamYard. Right. It's just that this limitation of audio only will go away oh, nice. when iOS gets updated. Now, if you're on Android, there is no limitation on mobile. You will be audio and video. Cool. Okay. So I don't have an, a spare Android phone around or else I would have played with it that way. <laughs> okay. So now here's my question. All right. Because I got into a little bit of a back and forth in one of the podcasting groups with, <clears throat> I'm not going to say any names. Okay. So my question is, if you belong to a podcast network, mm-hmm. you're in a big network. There's 10 other shows, 20 other shows, a hundred other shows. Right. How do you see your Apple podcast stats? You own your, well, this is where I always say with a network, is there, you know, A, do you get to keep your feed? Because there are different types. If it's just a network where, hey, I'm on the the Happy All the Time network, join us at happyallthetime.com, and I'm Dave, and, and welcome to Jim's show. So it's just a thing that we just cross-promote each other. Well, that's just one of those where everybody's doing their own thing. But we get together on the happyallthetime.com website. I should see if that's available. And, um, and, and, and we promote each other. That's really no big deal. It's where you get into these networks where you have to transfer your feed. And then um, I, I don't know enough about the Apple. Because I, 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 I thought about doing one where you can submit to have a network listing. But I don't yes, know like Daniel because Daniel has that. Right. Yeah. And I don't know how the individual people on the network see their stats, if it has any effect, 
Is it a case where they can see their individual stats and Daniel can see everybody's accumulated stats of everybody? I'm not sure how that works. Well, if anybody that I'm putting that question out there because I actually asked that question, but I didn't get a response. You might be able to ask Todd. Todd's another that's one. Who I asked the, that's who I asked the question to. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we were talking about Anchor. Yeah. So forget my question about the network. We're, we're just going to not talk about that. Right. Because we want to bash Anchor right now. So <laughs> not me. Y'all, y'all know what I mean. Right. So anyway, well, so anyway I, I still really have that question. I'm talking about a, an official Apple network, not just some guys that say, right. or some gals yeah. that say, let's just all be, you know, like messy FM or whatever yeah. that is. Yeah. The, the, the one answer I asked Apple and never got an answer was how many downloads do you have to have for stats to appear in Apple stats? Cause I have some shows that, mm-hmm. you know, I do a bunch of test shows. So a lot of times they're not getting a whole lot of downloads. I could care less, but I go in Apple stats and it's like, yeah, not enough data. And I'm like, okay, great. How much data is enough data and I never got an answer on they that. They don't one. answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not Apple's not that re- that good with transparency Mm-mm. or only, customer service. Yeah. Uh, yeah, only <laughs> only when they want to write a long letter to Spotify. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Did they write they a long letter to Spotify? Well, they didn't write it to Spotify, but they wrote it so that it was public. That's why it was transparent. Dave, come on, keep well, up. Well, Spotify keep and Apple. Yeah, I was going to say. I think Spotify wrote the wrote the Spotify letter. Spotify and Apple Spotify have been in a little bit of a took battle. Them to court. I yeah. don't remember seeing any posting. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Apple wrote a a response. Oh, did they? Public. Yeah. Oh, I have not seen. I have not seen that yet. Would they politely say, gosh, uh, you know, capitalism sucks. Too bad it's you, you know. No, of your whole, you wouldn't, guys wouldn't even have a business if it wasn't for us. Yeah. And your app is the number one app, music streaming app on the Apple Watch. And you only pay for, you know, I was going into the weeds and I don't really want to go into all that. I, I just wanted to know, because like you said, Apple, they, they don't respond when you ask like tricky questions. Yeah. And so I was, I did ask Todd, which yeah. ask. He probably in all fairness to Todd, he probably was so fuming that I was saying positive things about anchor that he just ignored the fact, <laughs> not intentionally. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, and maybe he doesn't know the answer. I don't know. I, I don't know because, you know, if Daniel were here, Daniel could probably tell us. And if anybody talks yeah, to Daniel, maybe. Yeah. yeah, send Daniel a note. Yeah, because I know. Just ask him directly. He, yeah, he, he. If there, you're right. If there's anybody who knows, I mean, it's a pretty niche question. But yeah. if there's anybody who knows, um, it would be Daniel for sure okay. on the network yeah. side. Mm-hmm. It's harder than heck to get that network thing from Apple, and so there's like seven people on the planet who do. So yeah. that, that we know, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I think the answer to your question, if it's a non-network and you're throughout through the normal Apple stats deal. One account, one person, if if you give up your feed to a network, you're not going to get access to those stats unless you have a shared username and password. Right. So I think we know that for sure. But on the network side, like I said, I, I bet there's I bet there's less than a hundred people even in that in that category. You know, and just just to get my little thought out there, I just don't think that Apple has to do things that way. You know, privacy, yada yada yada. They can Set up so that, you know, a host, because there's only so many hosts, let's say there's a dozen legitimate hosts, can have a login 
And so can the individual podcasters. Apple can do that if they want to without violating anybody's privacy. Mm-hmm. And we all know they can do it. Yeah, they could if they if they okay. want to spend the time developing it. <laughs> that's yeah. the thing. And it's not yeah. hard. It's they not want to give hard. it if they want to give it resources. That's the thing. It's just it's exactly. a matter of writing the code and testing it. Exactly. So. You know. So but, that yeah. that was my only point. Yeah. And you know, of course, I got no. But they don't do it that way. And so anchor is evil. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing, guys. <laughs> I don't get myself in trouble. Well, you know, I have a lot of respect for Todd and Rob. I just felt like, you know, hey, y'all, you're almost bullying me here because I'm just trying to answer someone's question. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, the, our chat room is awesome. They've let me know that happyallthetime.com is for sale for $1,900. So. Yeah, and I bet some of those cannabis uh, folks would love <laughs> to get their hands on that. Uh, hungry all the time. That, yeah, would, be that the, would be that it. would be the cannabis. Pastamunchies.com. <laughs> exactly. Send awesome. me the Doritos. Miss Eileen, oh, thanks for, okay. for for jumping in and testing this with us. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, John is saying in the chat room, he says, now that I have an Android phone, I'm loving the Google Podcast app. It's a lot better than the Apple Podcast app. The only thing I've heard that I go, hmm, is the fact that there's still no automatic download of the file. Yeah. You can do that. But I know um, James Cridlin mentioned now that they have a web player that works in Safari and they're taking steps to uh, it sounds like they're eventually going to have a page. Thank God, where you can submit your show. Um, He had a thing on pod news about it and he just, it made it sound like when I just clicked on it, it just, instead of getting like a couple players, you had multiple players and it sounds like it's a little more, um, I don't know, compatible with other stuff so it's a step it's a baby step but i was like all yeah. right well that's good i'm glad to see they're still improving that whole area um and he, i think he said that there's probably going to be a google podcast app for ios eventually and i was like now that could be fun so um this seems to be the week of players like i have heard so many conversations for one pocket casts has just absolutely screwed up their player like they they did a release. It was awful. Nobody likes it. They're trying to back out of it now. They're oh, trying nice. to back that up and fix it. But but it, it, they made some design changes that weren't very smart. And they just, they made a radical. It was like when Windows came up with Windows 8. And everybody's oh, like, man. oh my God, yeah. don't do that, right? That was the, there's too much, too fast, right? Some of those kinds of things. But um, it seems recently I've been getting a lot of questions. I've been getting a lot. I've been seeing a lot of comments. It's shown up on a couple of the podcasts that I listen to about players and the and who's using what and how does it work. Somebody said a really smart statement. Let's see if I can figure out who that remember who that was. Uh, maybe it was. I think it was Paul Thorat on Windows Weekly. He was talking oh. about Pocket Cast, and he said, "I think this was him." He said, usage varies so much from person to person in the way they use it. It's really hard to make one recommendation because they're just are, are, are the way we use podcast tests are just so different, you know, and I like smart speed on overcast. Oh yeah. And so um, the, for me, overcast works, but for other people, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be whatever, fill in the name of your, your favorite player from there. So, but for whatever reason, lot, uh, that pocket cast update, generated a lot of um, conversation in the community about players. Well, that's where, I mean, the, the reason in my opinion that overcast is such a player in this space is because Apple ruined their app. I remember when it wouldn't even start Mm. 
And everybody's like, all right, I need a new app. And we, you know, you did a search and here it is. And like, oh, wow, this is even better than this. And I always tell people, you will, you will pry overcast from my cold, dead hands because mm-hmm. it just does everything yeah, I want. Big, so big do you pay for it? Do you, do you do the, I do. Versions? It's like, it's, yeah, I think too. it's $12 a year. I'm like, yeah. You know, yeah. And I love the fact, the biggest thing I love about it is I can upload my file before it's published, download it to the app and listen to my podcast like mm-hmm. my end user is going to before it actually goes live. So mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. that feature. But again, that's too powerful for some people. It has advertising in it right. that some people don't like. Right. Um, you know, for most people, I think starting on an iPhone, you know, uh, we just get into the podcast app and, and I, I can't tell you lately, the other thing people have been coming up to has been, uh, I'm getting more, I think you mentioned Edison research 51% now yeah. of Americans and I'm seeing more people at saying they're listening to my stuff oh. and they're showing me on the phone. Here's the ultimate litmus test. Um, my license plate for my car is the word podcast. And this year I had to, in Ohio, we have this thing called e-check where you have to go and make sure your, your car is not putting out too much pollution or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I go to get my e-check, which is like every other, other year you have to do this. So I go over and the guy goes like, oh, looks at my, my license plate. He goes, what podcast do you listen to? And I go, actually, I help people make podcasts at school. And he's like, oh, that's really cool. I'm off to listen to your show. And I was like, well, that's different. Then I go to actually get my sticker. And the guy's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And he looks at my, what my license plate is. He goes, oh, what podcast do you listen to? And I'm like, what podcast do you listen to? And he's <laughs> like, oh, I like uh, this and that. And, you know, Mark Marin and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I actually help people make podcasts. So the fact that both people, A, knew what a podcast was, and then B, were like, which one do you listen to? So I was like, well, that's completely different than uh, than last year. So. That yeah. Was, um, well, that was, 7% was that, was that the lift this year? 7%? Yeah, it was the biggest, like I forget one of those. I think it was that one of 7%, which was the largest bump ever in yeah. the history of that, um, uh, thing. So, well, I think by the way, I, I don't think this is a one year anomaly. I think we're going to continue yeah. to see uh year over year. We'll probably cap out in this, in the high seventies. I, I don't think it'll ever be a hundred. Um, who, who listen, maybe, maybe, maybe in the next 20 years, but probably not in the next decade. Um, but that's really good. And I, and I think it's going to, I think it's going to race to that. We've been waiting for that next killer podcast, right? The next serial, so to speak, that can pull people in. I, we still don't have one, Dave. I don't, I, I couldn't name a podcast today that's generating, as much excitement as I think um, Serial did. There, there are but. a few that I've heard a lot, but I haven't actually like Dear John is one I heard a lot about that I never listened to. Uh, Missing Richard Simmons was one I heard a lot about, but yeah. I never listened to it. Um, Mike Rowe is getting a lot of run on his. Yeah. And yeah. everybody listens to it because oh, I love it. Then they go, yeah, it's, it's Paul Harvey. And I'm like, yep. And I still like it. Paul Harvey's <laughs> not doing Paul great. Harvey anymore. So <laughs> no, we lost Paul Harvey. Yeah, so, so it's kind of hard for, for stories, you know, for story, for storytelling. Um, it's some, it's some really good stuff. So, but maybe it's getting more distributed, I guess is what I was trying to say yeah. in that is that we don't, it's not one podcast that's pulling everybody else up radically. It's a bunch of really good podcasts kind of just slowly rising the, the tide. And maybe yeah. it's not even slow. It's 7% fast. Can I say so, one other thing about Mike Rowe? Yeah, yeah. His staff is really super nice. Really? I, I am lucky enough that um, I don't have to, I don't deal with the Libsyn Pro stuff. That's all Rob. But from what I understand, there are some people in the Libsyn Pro that use the Libsyn Pro that are not always the most fun to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mike Rose people have been, they're not using pro. Um, I don't think, 
I'd have to double check, but I just know they're awesome to work with. They're always super nice and super appreciative. Anytime you ever help them with anything. Um, we were talking about pocket cast. Kyle says, I hate the new pocket cast update. It's forced me <laughs> to look at other apps for the first time in two years. Um, and I know Castro, um, Josh, uh, from on the bubble podcast.com loved Castro Castro came out with 2.0 and he couldn't get it to work. And he actually ended up updating his iOS and then reinstalled the app. And it, he said, it's, I think it's working now, but like for two or three days, he couldn't get it to start. And I'm like, that's a problem. So it makes you wonder sometimes, especially on iOS, because I could see on an Android where everybody's got different versions of the operating system with, with Apple. I'm like, Shouldn't it work with the latest version of whatever it is? But that's a whole other, you know. We, we you were mentioning that iOS update. I didn't realize this thing is going to be called thirteen. Like, mm. really? Did you? Did you? Did someone? Like, I superstitious or not? Right. Thirteen is not. I mean, they've left it out of hotel floors. They've like <laughs> Apple. Do you really want that kind of? That's like saying you know Nebraska. It's not for everyone. So. <laughs> you know. Do you really want to do that? Yeah, that'll be interesting to uh, to see. And I, 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 I want to say, is the 25th Monday? The 25th is Monday. I think that's when the big Apple announcement, whatever they're announcing, is. Uh, well, it looked like they're not, if anything, wouldn't release till June. So it's not like it's going to happen. Oh, so they're going to announce it. And then we sit around and wait for people to form a big sure. line at the Apple sure. store. Yeah. Now you got me checking podcasts as an available um, uh, Nebraska license plate. <laughs> it's I've had people they're like, oh, you're the guy that had it. I'm like, yeah, that's me. So it's would um, you do would you would you if you do it again? It says podcast. Would you do a um, podcast and then put an R on the end so it'd be podcaster? Ooh, that'd be even cooler because mm, because we get uh, Nebraska one two three four five six seven eight spots so you could mm. you can't do er but you can do r right because we all, and it looks like that's available. i've never been into vanity plates right. oh no that won't work not in nebraska we it's not cheap there. i don't know about what it is in nebraska bucks. oh well i'm moving to nebraska why wouldn't that well 40 bucks just for the plate let's be that's just for the plate not for the light vehicle licensing fees are ridiculous oh, i was gonna say because it's 80 yeah, yeah. bucks for for that yeah. license plate a year oh. And I'm yeah. like, well, if right. I go standard Nebraska plate, I mean, I can get a Husker plate and they've right. got like 19,000 different kinds of plates you can get here in Nebraska. But uh, the standard Nebraska plate that says podcast on it. I don't know. Hold on. Let's just check real quick. We'll do this live. Maybe I've never been one for vanity plates. Right. But, and I knew your license plate said that, but I was like, this, that would be cool. Why have I not done that? Yet? <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, well, I think half the name, half of it is just getting over the name vanity plates. I'm vain. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm vain. Look well, at my me. wife got one. Yeah. So it's, yeah, why couldn't I? Oh, well, the, the, my ex-wife was the one that got, I forget what hers was. Something, something like hot mom or whatever. I forget what it was, but I'm like, wait, what? Vanity plates? And she's like, oh, they're fun. And I'm like, all right. So I got one. So. Yeah, it's cool. I, mean, I think I'm going to, uh, today may be the day. Maybe the day. Oh, seven numeric. In, I get seven alphanumeric spots. Um, Plus a space, so it's eight. That doesn't that doesn't do doesn't yeah. do, doesn't do anything for me. But podcast is available, so I think today today's the day. I think I'm going to buy it today. Yeah. See, I need to remember. My problem is I'm always almost late because my birthday is February eighth, and I like I will go in and buy my plates on like February twenty eighth or whatever. Um, and I need to 
order them because I, I would like to get new plates. Like I don't have a front plate because uh, I think my old front plate is on my Prius where the deer hit it <laughs> in the middle of some junkyard somewhere. Um, so I need to, uh, to order new plates so I can have a front one um, as well. Man, that, that went ridiculously quick. It did. Oh, thanks a, to Ron for calling yeah. in and Miss Eileen for jumping in as well. Ron, thanks for your support to the community, at least for me. And I have a cool idea of like, now I want to get a 3D printer because he'll give me the, uh, he'll give me the plans for that. But anyways, well, this is interesting. I'm finding out that if you're on the phone, uh, boss jock will not work. Mm. I was like, wait, what's the deal? So in theory, is it time to ditch the phone, Dave. Just to I, be I, honest. I, yeah, I think it is. Uh, like with so many different ways to connect. Yes. Like who calls in? Who? What podcasters call in? And like we know we know every week nobody calls in. And at this point, um, Boss Jock has just decided not to work. Period. So we'll do this. And, nope, that's the wrong one. We will do. We'll, <laughs> all right, we'll, live audience, thumbs up or yeah. thumbs down on the <laughs> on the phone. On the phone. Yeah, nobody in called in. And plus, use, it's an added expense. I mean, it's um, so far it's cost us about uh, a couple bucks. You know, and it's like, yeah, it's fun, but we should have music now. Yes, there we go. So I just have no idea how long this lasts. So it could just cut off at any minute now or whatever. Um, we kind of know. We okay. kind of know. But uh, anyway, yeah, thank you to the chat room. Thanks to Miss Eileen. Thanks to Ron. Uh, always good to see you guys. And it's always fun to play with new toys. And the other thing, I don't want to jinx it. Did you notice, Jim? I had no spinning That's circle true. this week. No, not one. What did you do? Uh, nothing. I wow. re- I rebooted okay. my computer, but I usually do that anyway. So yeah, no, um, it's great. It was no issues today. You're right. So here's the question: nice. do, do we want to test the waters of Git Vocal in the future? Heck no. Yes, yes, we do. Yeah, yeah we, we do. do. Yeah, we'll probably do it eventually. Do. I I will say the cool thing when Ron or you when you shared your screen of the little whatever thing that Ron made. That yeah. was cool. I mean, yeah. all these fun little things where we do the switcheroo and the blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's pretty slick. I'm a big fan of stream. Bar- by the way, schoolofpodcasting.com slash streamyard. I think you get some sort of bizarre little coupon when you sign up and I get a little finder's fee and that whole nine yards. So, Jim, what's coming up on the uh, the AverageGuy.tv? Yeah, we just did a big show around uh, Wi-Fi, uh, mesh Wi-Fi and kind of safety and security for your kids uh, online. So HomeGadgetGeeks.com. No, that's not true. The AverageGuy.tv. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? And on the School of Podcasting this week, we're talking about crutch words. What's your, your crutch word that you can't get rid of? How did you get rid of it? I've heard some really interesting uh, ways that people are using their crutch words. So that will be coming up on Monday. And then in the future, I'm going to do a mega episode on uh, interviews. But stick around for some post show because I think this is the music. Music. 